as I welcome you to Central Moments uh, in this moment of songs going through my head that millions have sung over the years. Perhaps you have too if you grew up in church. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Now, if you have no Christian perspective or biblical background at all, that can sound pretty strange and pretty gory. There's power in the blood. What on earth are we talking about? Well, we're going to see a lesson right out of right out of Zechariah as we continue towards the end here in our second last week of our study, our series through Zechariah, where Zechariah will give us the liberating explanation for shed blood. That shed blood becomes a fountain of life for you and me. At the end of Zechariah 12, just towards the end, uh, Zechariah says there's coming a day where Israel will look on the one they have pierced. That's the second coming of Jesus. And they'll grieve over as if uh, an only son has been killed. And then he begins the very first verse of the next chapter, Zechariah 13. On that day, when they gaze upon the one who's been pierced, on that day, a fountain will be opened to the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from all sin and impurity. This is where another very meaningful hymn in the church has come from. Sometimes we sing, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunge beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. Zechariah triumphantly pr proclaims, on that day a fountain will be opened to the house of David in the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from sin and impurity. And that is not only what will ultimately happen, but that until that day, that time between Jesus' first coming and his second, right now, in this, in this season of grace, whenever we look upon the one pierce, whenever we look to Jesus, there's a fountain of life-giving cleansing and forgiveness and hope that comes to us. First John 1, 7, John writes, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. They looked on the one that they have pierced, Zechariah prophesies, and a fountain of cleansing is opened, that cleansing of Jesus' blood. Hebrews 9, verse 12, Jesus did not enter by means of blood and goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once and for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer, heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean, sanctify them so they are outwardly clean. How much more? I love those how much more statements in the New Testament. This new situation in Jesus. How much more? Jesus himself would say, if you, if you being as broken and fallen as you are, know how to at least give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father not give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Here's an ultimate how much more. If the, if the ceremonial sacrifice of animals in the Old Testament, that blood sort of ceremonially cleaned them outwardly so that God's judgment would be deferred, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences, this is not outward stuff, but cleanse our consciousness from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve 
the living God. This fountain of Jesus' blood scrubs us clean inside and out. And it has power. That's why there's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. It transforms us at the level of our consciousness and our behavior so that we go from sinful deeds to following Christ. We're transformed. 1 Peter 1 and verse 18, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors and all that religious ritual and tradition. But with, but with the precious blood of Christ you've been purchased, a lamb without blemish or defect. So Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus today. Forgive us, some of our churches, for, for not talking ever about sin and avoiding references to the blood of Christ. Thank you, it's because of the blood of Jesus that we have overcome. Thank you, it scrubs us clean, it washes away our guilt. It is a fountain of new life to us. And we plead the provisions of your shed blood over our lives today to make us new, to make us strong, to make us holy. Oh God, to rearrange our own hearts from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. Let it be by the power of your blood and in the authority of Jesus' name. Amen.